you're listening to Stuff It. We'll be serving you discussions on food and eateries to fill your empty stomachs. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Stuff It. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jack. How are you? And we've got Dan with us today, who's one of our mates from Birmingham. We're going to be talking about Indian food, any experiences we've had with it. And Dan's going to talk us through some of the home cooking his mum makes. Sounds um, good. And some other stories as well that get to go along with it. How you doing today, yeah. boys? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, guys. How are you guys keeping in quarantine? Yeah, not bad. It's just like trying to keep yourself busy, isn't it, all the time? Since we, yeah. well, well, we haven't spoken in a while, have we? No, yeah. no, no. Loads of things have happened since then. <laughs> <laughs> been doing to keep yourself busy Dan um, well I've moved job so I'm not at Lane 7 anymore so I work at the hospital now at NHS in Sandwell so it's alright man like I'm doing about 6-7 shifts a week there so it's good man but hopefully when this pandemic is all over we can all see each other again go out for a drink you know what I mean so, yeah yeah maybe go out yeah, for yeah. curry <laughs> and not after my review I don't think <laughs> Nah, but, yeah, we should. Has it been all right working in the hospitals? Because obviously, me and Jack probably don't know m- much about it. That's probably you yeah. do. Um, the hospitals are still it's hit and miss on certain hospitals. So, like City Hospital in Birmingham, I know they've only got two and clear wards there, so all the rest are red wards. So that just shows like how bad the hospital is over there. Um, our hospital used to have three clean wards at Sandwell, which is in West Bromwich. All the rest are all red though, so three wards on a level. And there's, there's six, seven levels in Sandwell. So one of the children's uh, wards is red as well. So it's just one children's is blue, one children's is red. Then we've got three that are blue and all the rest are red. You've been keeping you busy though? Yeah, work, work's been keeping me busy, guys. Just, you know what I mean? I just thought I'd just help out wherever I can, you know, like during the pandemic. Even if it's just moving patients about and stuff like that. So, you know That's what I mean? That's nice, man. Yeah, of course, man. You just always got to give back where you can. What have you been doing then, Jack? Well, since I last spoke to you, Ollie, I've um, not really done too much, but been watching a bit of Killing Eve. Started watching that. Have you watched that? I haven't seen that. Oh, great show. Great show. Um, Afterlife, Ricky Gervais series. I've just been binge watching TV. I haven't seen the second one yet, but I need to watch that one. It's really good. The thing is, with Ricky Gervais, he knows how to make a comedy quite serious. Yeah. But it still makes you laugh. So that's been quite good. And to be fair, just just been keeping myself busy, man. We obviously posted the... um, first ep on Friday and we've been doing quite well with that and that's been going down a storm the next one is obviously coming out this Friday which what's the date today it's the uh, 6th of May the second ep coming out and then obviously this one we're shooting now will be the 15th of May and that, it's all good stuff to look forward to it keeps us busy oh. right should we get to it then Jack yeah, well me and Jack normally start off our podcast with with our guests their favourite breakfast lunch and dinner so you've got to tell us your breakfast, your all time, anything you can have. What should, what would you have breakfast, lunch, dinner? It doesn't have to be I, in the cuisine either. It could be oh, anything. Oh, okay then. So I think my favourite breakfast is probably a full English breakfast, but with a twist. So the egg and beans, my mum like puts Indian spices in both of them. So like an omelette. So she'll put like onions, um, some, oh, I don't know what the spices are called in English, like turmeric. All that kind of, like, them kind of spices. Yeah. Like a bit of chilies in there. So it's got a different taste to what um, your normal egg tastes like. And with the beans as well. So with most Indian curries, the base of each curry is all the same. So it's like onions, you've got salt, 
um, coriander, like all that, all them spices going into it. So, um, yeah, so you make the base and then you just add the beans and after, and it's just a whole new taste compared to normal Heinz kind of beans. Then you've got this like dish, which you think has been prepared for like two, three hours, when really it takes five minutes. I think I need to show you guys how to make it and then you guys can be the judge. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd be up for that. Like, I quite like even just putting chilli powder in my beans, just something a bit yeah, different. Yeah, because it just, I don't like bland food. Like, I don't know if you noticed, Ollie. I have to have everything spicy, man. I can't eat nothing bland. Ollie knows me. I'm always getting a hot crisp whenever I can. And <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's probably my favourite breakfast. Um, in terms of lunch, I don't know what lunch would be. Um, to give I'm you gonna... some nice inspiration, Ollie went for like a pub lunch and I went for a Sunday lunch. Yeah, what do you yeah. Have? I'm going to have to, a chicken burger, you know, like the chicken fillet burgers. Oh, yeah. And probably like American style, so it has like the bacon on there, the barbecue sauce, onion rings, you know what I mean? That is probably like my all-time favourite. Just a chicken burger, man. I just, you just can't go wrong, you know what I mean? Even if it's a bad one, just don't eat it. I call it soul food, so it's like, it's good for the soul, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for you, but it's good for the soul. <laughs> um, you then dinner. dinner. What are you topping up with? Oh, I'm going to have to go with chicken curry, you know. But I'll probably say chicken jalfrezo. Yeah. The peppers and stuff in with rice. It's a no-brainer, that is. And maybe some naan on the side. Because you can choose what type of naan you want as well. If you want garlic, quinoa. What but, uh, naan do you normally have? I'm a plain and simple guy, so I'll go with the plain. <laughs> so when you were growing up then, Dan, what kind of foods would you have when you were younger? So, like, obviously you have probably traditional foods you have as a kid, like you probably like chicken yeah. nuggets, chips and stuff. But as soon as your mum would cook, like, home-cooked Indian food, what kind of stuff would you have when you were younger? Because I'm assuming you weren't having a chicken jail frazy when you were, like, <laughs> 10 years old. You'd be very surprised, mate. My milk was spicy for one. And now I'm joking. Um, my mum would cook, so I think when we were younger... The dishes would be a lot less bland, so there weren't too many spices. Because when you get older, I think they turn the spices levels a little bit up and up and up until you get to the level where they can eat it as well as you. But it was more like when I was younger, my mum made, I'm, I'm blessed, like my dad and my mum were really good cooks, you know, when I was younger. So my dad had his own business and he used to have a food restaurant as well. So um, a lot of the dishes we made at home would go into the family business as well and we'd sell it to people. Oh, nice. But um, it was simple dishes, so there'd be like lentil curry, there'd be obviously chicken curry, there'd be lamb, there's gimma, which is minced beef, um, cauliflower, potatoes, carrots, peas. It'd be called um, sabji, which is like, so all of them put together into like this dish. Um, what else is there? There's no more dal as well, so that's just like, um, you guys know what dal is, isn't it? I don't know. You I don't actually know. don't. I don't think ah, I know. so dal is like the equivalent to like a prison meal. Like that's it, what you have if like your mom's trying to quickly cook <laughs> up something because it doesn't take no time to do. You know what I mean? It tastes good, but you, want, you, you need some chicken in there or something, man. That. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad like it's variety of Indian dishes as well as English. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. really blessed to have like a load, loads of different curries, all probably eaten with roti or rice mainly. Yeah. But yeah. It was never like a set dish. It just Whatever my mom feels like making sarg as well, sarg and chicken, sarg and lamb. Yeah, you can have sarg with potatoes. There's loads of stuff, man. I think with you... Indian dishes, well, what I like about it, you can experiment a lot. So it doesn't always have to be because each family is different as well. You got to remember. 
So each family will cook the dishes to how, depending on what part of India they're from, the dishes might change a little bit. So like other parts of your family, yeah. do you, does their food like taste like way different to your mum's Yeah. So like, so my nan, she would cook um, a lot different to my mum. Like some dishes I prefer on my mum's and some dishes I prefer on my nan's, do you know what I mean? They're so it's tradition. Yeah, so it is a bit of tradition. So like in your families, you get, obviously you get taught by your mum, so you get taught by the elderly in your family. So my cooking experience will come from my mum and dad. So my mum's side of the family and my dad's side of the family, they both cook different things. Like my grandma, my dad's mum, she cooks it really spicy. So every time I'm going to hers, I know I need to take a bottle of water with me every time I go. And that's when you end up on the toilets when it's spicy food, man. My body can't take it, man. My grandma's food, it's nice. Like, honestly, it's, my grandma's food's probably one of the best food I've ever eaten in my, like, my life. It's made with love. Flipping loads of spices, loads of chilies. Can't go wrong, you know what I mean? Whereas my nan, I think because she never used to eat meat, she couldn't taste what it would taste like. So it would kind of be for us to taste and her to sound like, oh, look, you know what I mean? So, but it's still nice, don't get me wrong. But different. Do you have a favourite? Out, out of all your family members, who's the best yeah. cook? Oh, you can't do them like that. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm hoping none of my family members see this. <laughs> I won't be getting over it after this, lads. Um, my favourite, I'm going to have to go with my grandma because um, she lived next to me, so my grandma's my next-door neighbour as well. So whenever she's making dishes, she'll pass them over the wall and honestly, they were like, oh, they're so good, man. I yeah. that's so good during quarantine. You're just like, oh, I'm really fancy in this. And straight away, your nan's like, <laughs> uh, When I was younger, I used to have the charm. Now I'm older. It's like, oh, make it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a favourite? What was your favourite dish growing up then when you were younger? Out of all your families, whatever, what would be the favourite thing that you used oh, to make? I think I've got to go with sargon chicken, man. Like spinach and chicken. It's just a win-win situation, man. I like different textures, so with the spinach and chicken. Really nice, man. And you can have it with some yogurt on the side when you're in your roti as well. It's a win-win situation, lads. Would you, Jack, would you try any of this, mate? Because as we know, and our listeners would know, you're a bit of a bland... Jack's a bit of a bland guy. Oh, no. I, I, I have to live with me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I do like my curries. And we had a curry, was it... I'm trying to think now. Sunday? We had a Sunday night my um, girlfriend's dad made one. And I think it was a, more like a bolty. They had some mad stuff in there. Like, I'll tell you what, my girlfriend's dad just like chucking anything and anything in it. Like, <laughs> they had, trying to think. So obviously you got the chicken was in there, um, the bolty mix. And he's got like mushrooms, garlic, onions, uh, chilies in there. I think he might have even put some like jalapenos in there. And then he's got like a drawer with like all these spices. So you got like paprika, chili powder, all this kind of stuff going in. And it was, it was nice, spicy, but nice. But yeah. I think with curries, it's a bit more like, I don't know, I'm not as not as bland with my curries, because like, I think growing up, you start obviously with your just normal chicken curry, then you yeah. start obviously finding all these, these different ones, like, I know I get a lot of like hate for it, but like korma, I used to love a korma, but everyone's always like, that's what's wrong death. with it? No, everyone used because everyone's trying to like beat each other with the spicy, <laughs> I mean, it's like a competition, it's like Nando's, curries is like Nando's, everyone's trying to like outspice each other. Like, just go for the basics. Sometimes that's nice. But yeah, I like I like korma, sika, bolti. Like, I'm, I'm a big curry fan. What about you, Ollie? Well, I normally stick to, like, a, uh, a masala, to be fair. Right. <laughs> the thing is, though, that I, Dan probably knows this as well, and so does Jack know this, that I sweat 
like yeah, so much. I, <laughs> like, I just sweat like so even if it's like not even too hot like i'll just sweat like, i can't <laughs> stop it and i don't know what it is so it's just like do I, like the, the hotter i eat the more sweaty i'll get like once like i made a um a thai sort of green curry thing i remember I, you making that actually yeah i and, remember i remember that Oh, I just have way too much curry paste in there, and I actually have to have a shower after I ate my food. Like my head was damp. It's, you it's, know it's, what I, I think as well with some curries. Curries have different effects on you depending on which it is. So, for instance, some give you the shit, some give you flipping mad headaches, migraines from the spice levels. Some make you sweat. You know what I mean? So, I think it's more like a a roulette with curries you know what I mean it's a hit and miss on which ones what, what I wanted to add what's kind of what's the levels where does it go because like obviously Korma's your basic then I say Tika where does it go from there the hottest curry I know is probably like a Vindaloo or something you know what I mean mm. or there's I know in America and stuff they've got these challenges where they try and make the spices curries and stuff America you know yeah I know America did these massive challenges man like the food over there is completely like a different level to the UK but I know they do some like curries with ghost peppers and stuff in there man I don't know if you guys would fancy that but <laughs> I know what uh, I imagine. no <laughs> <laughs> I know it's got like chilli extract in there and like I saw a video and it was like um, the extract was just black it looked like the devil's blood man flipping no oh. thank you man so do you cook any of it yourself, mate? Do you cook any any sort of Indian food yourself now you're at home more often? Well, especially like during lockdown and stuff, but like I know you're still at home as well with your parents and stuff. So do, yeah. are you cooking at all or are they still, is your mum still cooking and stuff? Um, my mum still, my mum mainly cooks because I think with her, it's a lot quicker when she cooks than what I cook. But <laughs> where I can help out or sometimes if my mum's at work, um, work until late, she'll phone me up and be like, oh, can you make food for everyone else? So I think I got taught around, uh, wow, how old was I when I started working with my dad? I must have been about 10, 11. And my dad used to have this um, trailer, which he used to take to the West Brom games and stuff. But it used to, our trailer used to be different compared to everyone else's because everyone else was just like burgers, hot dogs, you know, your standard trailer food. Yeah. Whereas my dad brought, like, he tried to meet the Indian in with the English. So he would, like, have chips and curry. He'd have, like, rice curry. But then he did, like, different types of chips, like masala chips, chili chips. Oh, nice. How did so, that like, go down? On a Friday, we were busy from 9 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the evening. Because we will buy, like, loads of um, massive block buildings with loads of offices in. So all the offices would call up. We'd have about 20 orders to go to one office, 30 orders to go to another office. Cool, and it, it only used to be my dad and my his sister, so my auntie. Um, it used to be them to on a Friday, and I used to watch them, like, run around. But the good thing about Indian food is you can cook in big quantities sometimes. So, like, you know, you have the big pots. As long as all the seasonings up to level, you can cook in big portions pretty easily, to be fair. But, yeah, it went down well with, I think, everyone likes a good curry, you know what I mean? And especially when you're mixing it. I think for people that haven't tasted it before, I think my, what my dad was trying to do was give it to them where it's not so out of the blue, you know what I mean? It's with food they know, so like with chips, with... You know what I mean? And it wouldn't make it too spicy as well, so everyone can enjoy it. So Yeah, yeah. nice. Oh, I didn't answer your question, did I? Um, what's my favourite <laughs> What's on, my favorite one to cook? Um, I think probably my favourite to cook is uh, chicken curry. You can't go wrong with it, man. It is, the way it starts off from just onions, like a few tomatoes, a few seasoning into this like curry you end up with, and it's just smelling like 101 like, different flavours. It's just 
I think it's mind blowing to be fair. You know what I mean? You'd start off with some onions and oils and then up with a curry. So yeah, chicken curry it is. It's magic. Got, it's magic. It is magic indeed. <laughs> have you had any bad experiences with curries then? Like obviously we spoke about like some of the effects you can have after a curry, but like not just the effect, but like any just really bad restaurants you've gone to or you know, like I know that you said that you go to a lot of a lot of Indian sort of like pub grills. Yeah. You've gone there and gone, this tastes like rubbish. Loads of them, man, because when you're comparing home food to takeaway food sometimes it's not as good so we went to a lot of indian pubs they use a lot of food coloring in their dishes to really get like the color to look good and like appealing to the eye for people which can sometimes be a bad thing because you it doesn't taste so good man it tastes like you look at it and you think oh there's loads of seasoning on this chicken when really it does not it's just the coloring they've used to get the color on the chicken so I That's went ridiculous. to. Am I allowed to name places or not? Yeah, why not? Out them. Who cares? <laughs> out them. All right. Um, what's a bad curry place I've been to? Probably. I'm just going to go to the Sportsman, for instance. Actually, not the Sportsman. I like the Sportsman, actually. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do a dirty like that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Guys, you're putting me in a really sticky situation here. I'm just going to say, I went, I've been to the pub, right? I've been to one. And um, the is curry it back, came in. West Bromwich. This was in, actually, no, this was in Manchester, actually. It's in Manchester. Yeah, Ooh. so I went to Manchester United away and we got a, an apartment. So we stayed over and we decided to go to this local curry house that was about two minutes away from the hotel. We walked down, it's me, my auntie and my little cousin as well. So we've all gone and we've ordered some curries, we've ordered a grill and stuff. And um, normally the grills come out on this tray and you can hear it, like the sizzling from this meat. And so that's how you know it's fresh and it's just come out. This one came out on the same uh, the same board, but it looked like it's just been put in the microwave. Like some uh. of the chicken was still cold in the middle. And my auntie's the worst person if you're going to get a food order wrong. It's to go with her because she kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> big time when I tell you we've got all our food free and the free and desserts as well for us <laughs> it was it was really bad the food was cold the seasoning it was like there was no seasoning on there man it was just colouring and like you you can tell because your fingers after they go to a different colour they go orange or and it's hard to get off man yeah that was I think the worst experience and then my, I'm sure my auntie was on the toilet after she was heavily <laughs> pregnant as well so it wasn't oh a good yeah, I think that could yeah. be serious. Yeah, so I don't think she was really happy. I know she had to go to the doctor the day after and just like check if like the baby and everything was alright. But I think <laughs> that is a pretty horrific. Yeah, story. I think that is by far the worst one. <laughs> by far, oh my god, I'm never going out. Of- and if you're watching this, whoever owns that restaurant, you need to sort your restaurant out. By the way. <laughs> whoever, Dad, I wanted to ask as a separate one because obviously you obviously know your your Indian cuisine well. Do you even yeah. bother going to takeaways anymore because you just know it won't be up to the standard, or do you still treat yourself every now and then? I think you know where I live in West Bromwich. There's quite a lot of um, pubs. I think you know what it was. The pubs around my area were dying down. Because I don't think that you can go to a pub anywhere and get a pint. Don't get me wrong. I think what makes these Indian pubs are the, the food. Because a lot of people like to go for a beer, get a curry, watch the football, watch cricket, whatever. So I think in that sense, um, yeah, we do, we go quite a lot. I think we try and go once every two weeks. I think because it's nice to not cook at home. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's a lot of mess when your house stinks as well when you're making curries. There's yeah. loads to it, man. And so yeah, I think 
But my mom as well, I think it's nice just trying other people's dishes, you know what I mean? As well as having your own one, I know it's comfort, but it's still a treat when you go out and have different things. Because there's lots of things on the menu like we can't make at home just because we don't have the facilities. You know, like your naan breads and stuff, fresh naans, they get made in the tandoori oven, don't they? And they stick them to the side and yeah. they make them like that. So, yeah, some things you can't make at home. But Does she places. like critique them? Like, so will she sit and eat this and go, yeah, like I do a better curry than this? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> mom. mom can I think mom's not that type of person I think my mom wherever you take her she'll be happy you know what I mean as long as there's food on the table and so it's not mom's, cold mom's not like that yeah <laughs> but well, Artie on the other hand she will have a lot to <laughs> she will flip in down to the spec of what goes in this curry she will go out for you man she will you won't have a head by the time she's done with your man well I didn't realise then <laughs> Until actually, like, well, I've, well, obviously, when I first met you, we spoke about, like, where you lived and stuff. That like, A lot yeah. of the pubs were shutting down, and a lot of, like, Indian families that have taken over the pubs have actually given them sort of a new lease of life, haven't they? They've, like, yeah. taken over and managed to keep them going by turning them into sort of restaurants as well. So they, yeah. is there a lot of them there? Are they quite popular? Yeah, so it literally, if you walk up my road, uh, I know I live by the high street, but on the high street, I literally have... How many Indian pubs are there? So there's the Vine, you've got the Sportsman, Her Valley, you've got Prince of Wales. I'm just on this one high street, there's four or five Indian pubs straight away. You know what I mean? There's only like one chippy on the street, one chicken shop. All the rest of pubs and Indian theatre, I think. I think because my area as well, there's, there's a, quite there's loads of Indians around my area, I'd say. And I think, you know, what I like about this community is, although you have blacks, white, Indians, I think everyone's open to try everyone's food you know what i mean and i think that helps as well like obviously going into school everyone grows together so i think inter- it's not so it's normal to everyone around my area to go for indian you know what i mean it's it's quite normal even working at the nhs as well i was speaking to um some of my new work colleagues and they were saying like most shifts they go after they go for a pint and then go for food after as well and normally it's like Indian pubs, because I know there's a few around the hospital as well. So, yeah, I think it revived our food situation around my area. I think Birmingham's quite known for its curries and stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you guys probably know yourself when you go into Birmingham. Because though you have, like, your normal restaurants and stuff, there's always, like, an Indian, which is probably, like, a minute or two away from where you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always curry houses around and Indian restaurants. Have you got any favourite ones in Birmingham rather than West Bromwich or... or- do you normally stick to West Bromwich? Um, I normally stick to West Bromwich. Um, I like Mowgli in, um, do you know, Ballroom? Oh, uh, yeah. I've always been wanting to go there because it's got the really cool swinging seats. Jack, have you seen <laughs> they look- Have you seen it? I've been walking past, but I've never actually been in. Is you it good need to go. I think we should go on a date there. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mowgli one of your best then in Birmingham, would you say? Yeah, that all... What's that one by our work called, Ollie? Um, when you're walking up from Grand Central. Oh. I've been there once. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, you know where I'm on about? By Sainsbury's. Oh, yeah. It's more like Indian street food, isn't it? Yeah. No, what's rather that called, than, though? Oh, I can't remember. It's, a, it's a, in Birmingham, <laughs> towards the mailbox of the turquoise building. Oh. <laughs> Near Sainsbury's local. So if anyone knows <laughs> the name... What's it called, man? We go. Past, I, I walk past that every single day when I went to work. Yeah, I, know, I can't remember the name of it. Um, where can I? Tam Tagger, that's it. There you go. I, I've been to one that was. Um, I can't remember specifically where it was now. I think it was near the actress and bishop, like round the corner from there. But it was because yeah. um, my mate was up from home and my parents were visiting conveniently on like the same weekend. So we all kind yeah. of went out for curry. And it was quite nice there. But I don't know. The thing is, I don't know whether it was like 
the best curry I've ever had. The one that I probably have been, which I have, like, was Mowgli's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the whole cuisine's changed there. I think normally you go, you've gone from a pub to an actual restaurant, which is a big difference, you know what I mean? Like, everything yeah. out. When you go inside, you've got the swings, you've got candles everywhere. It kind of reminds me of, like, a theme, like, um, do you know, like, Jungle Book? Yeah. It reminds me of Jungle Book, man. It's, probably... it's got that feel to it. Another thing I want to say, go back to the um about the like Indian pubs as such. It's kind of like refreshing because I remember going to Walsall away, yeah. And with like my boys from back home, we normally obviously go to a pub before, yeah. And it's just your standard pub. Like you don't normally get much food there. If you're going to get anything, it's just going to be some chips. I remember yeah. being at the pub with my mates before and obviously it was a pub in Walsall and instead of having like your burgers and your just typical pub grub, it was quite nice to see kind of like you can have a curry like pre-match. It just it, yeah. it makes it a bit different. I think it's a bit unique as well. It's yeah, kind of... 100%. Because as well, with your lads as well, I know it's like, I think everyone gets bored of burgers and chips quite a lot because I think it, that's your typical UK pub food, you know what I mean? As soon as you mention a pub you, you like Weatherspoons or you know what I mean like, like look how many times we've been Weatherspoons Ollie and Jack and we've just had pints and we've ordered like nachos <laughs> yeah. or we've ordered food and stuff we've done it so many times so I think for everyone to go to an away day and then you know when you come to Birmingham and it's Indian food it, you'll remember that experience more because of the food and the drinks rather than just going to a normal Weatherspoons and you'll probably forget it within like a few weeks you know what I mean yeah, that's true it's a bit different isn't it it always tends to stick with you, which I like about these Indian pubs. Like it wants you look. You won't ever go to an Indian pub and just go there once. You'll go there a few times. So it's become there, your local. Is there like a difference then between Tamtauga? Is yeah, that so the well. the kind of food they have there? Is that different to what they'd have at the pubs then? Because it's more like street food, isn't it? Is it? What's the difference sort of between the two? Yeah. So um, pub food i think with pub the menu's always like so you have your mixed grill so that's like lamb chops chicken tikka fish pakoda chicken wings um what else can you get there you can get pork chops as well i think that's and prawns as well so like that's your main mixed grill kind of set menu you have it with naan breads different styles of chips different styles of naan breads i think that's your base then you have your curries on the side as well so i think with the curries as well it's just different they're given different names with different seasoning they're using the curries, you know what I mean? And you can find out as well that different curries come from different parts of India. And I think that's how you get this variety of different curries because everywhere from India, everyone's got their own recipe to how they want to make a curry, you know what I mean? So I think, yeah. yeah and with normal restaurants, I mean, it's more fancier. You don't get lots on your portions. It's more about, I think it's more simplified, you know what I mean? Compared yeah, to yeah. the pub foods. Like, it's like going from Mackey's to a a gourmet burger place you know what I mean right okay it's, I get it's you the, it's, the, it's that different in taste as well you know what I mean I think with Tam Taga it would be a lot more it's more fast food type because it's a restaurant and they're getting food out quickly people are sitting down with pub food what you don't with pubs with Indian pubs each pub has its own chef and that chef brings the menu so with Indian okay. restaurants having one chef is really key to a business so they will always start off with the chef and everything else revolves around that chef. I literally have so no chef, idea about that. No, I, I forgot to tell you this. Um, so it's it's mainly when you go to Indian pubs, it's a family kind of orientated business, you know what I mean? 
So that chef makes it personal to him. Obviously, he'll still mend the recipe with the owners to how they want it to be. But mainly, it's come from that chef, like all the food hacks, and it will pass it on to you know the other chefs that work with him. So I never really knew that. I thought it'd be the other way around. I thought that the pub food might be like quicker to get out and like less effort put into it than the restaurant food. But actually, it's the other way around. I don't, I don't think it'd be that way. Yeah, I think it is. Just on my, on my experience, it could be different. You know what I mean? Just from the Indian restaurants I've been to it's more like there that's a set menu like it won't ever change when you go to a restaurant when you go into these indian pubs they're always bringing out new dishes they're always experimenting and i know like at the moment what's quite kind of popular is this indian chinese region they're doing uh so it's chili chips it's like sweet and sour but it's spicy as well got um what else they got they got chili chicken they've got tiger chicken which is really good yeah so i think that just shows the variety and where the food's going with the indian in pubs, you know what I mean? They get always bringing out new menus. They're always trying out new stuff. With these restaurants, it's always a set menu, and it doesn't really change that much. It's like Mackey's. Yeah, that's the best way I can like explain it to you guys. Really, you've got to have um, like trust in your chef as well. Like they know what they're doing. You know, they, if they're bringing their own, yeah. you've got to kind of have faith in them. But yeah, go ahead, Ollie. What I was going to say is that it's obviously because of lockdown and COVID nineteen that originally we were gonna try and do the Balti Triangle yeah, in Birmingham. Yeah, I like, know, man. We, the three of us, we're going to do it for the first time properly and uh, take some videos and record ourselves when we were in their trial. So I'm a bit gutted we haven't been able to do that. We still that been good luck. We, we're still going to do it. Don't get Yeah, we're still going to do it. We're still going to okay. do it. Gonna, we, I think we should make a series out of it. What, we could do so one for cool. every single restaurant. We're be, we're Not really every single restaurant. Oh, you know what we could do? We could be like, have you ever seen that YouTube channel, The Chicken Munch Kid? Where he goes around to all the chicken shops, and he can do oh. that with a triangle restaurant. I go to each one and do like a review. <laughs> that is such Genius. a good idea. I don't think anyone's done it, and I think the market's there because everyone loves a good Indian like curry. You know what I mean? We'll so see if I we get any uh, comments or tweets after this, and see if they want us to uh, do. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let, let us know, guys. Just tweet us. Let us know if you want to see it. I want to do it. It's got to be done. We'll be curry experts by the end of this. We'll oh, what like... can we call ourselves? We need a name for the three of us. <laughs> a name for the three of us. <laughs> we need to be like a super team. We'll think of one soon. Oh, is it? I think I've forgotten the name. The guy that does it, isn't he called the chicken connoisseur? Is that who yeah, you yeah. mean? The chicken. So we could be the curry connoisseurs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you've got any like, fun stories then, Dad, like some funny stories that have happened in restaurants or pubs and stuff, because I know when I've been to a few curry houses before, it normally yeah. ends up in a like, lot of alcohol sometimes and you end yeah. up getting quite drunk. And... Oh, that's happened loads of times. Um, <laughs> um, I can tell you a funny story about what my brother. And so uh, let me tell you the story, actually. I think it'll be really good. My auntie, she's from India who uh, my mom's brother married. So she just came straight from India. And obviously, her style of food, because she, she was vegetarian, um, she had this soya meat, um, which she used as an alternative to, like, chicken. So my you know brother... We actually, we actually learned about soya meat in our first episode, didn't we, Jack? Because we had a vegan episode, and we didn't have a clue what it was about, so we know what it is now. <laughs> Go on, carry on, sorry. <laughs> nah, it links in perfect. So my brother, I think my auntie must have made it, and it looked appealing into the eye. So we're all like, oh, yeah, we've got food, you know what I mean? But I was still hesitant because it was, she made it, you know what I mean? Not in the sense that I'm not, it's nothing bad with it. It's just going to be a different type of flavor, you know what I mean, to the curry. What, what I'm uh, compared to with my nan and my mom. 
my brother's tried it, and I think with Sawyer and me, it just literally, he had two bites. Next thing you know, he's run to the toilet, and uh, me and my cousin were there. And we used to sit at um, our nan's house every weekend, so it would always be her food. Uh, so we've gone there, and she's made this curry, and oh my God, my brother was on the toilet for about 20, 30 minutes. And it sounded like he was playing the trumpet on the toilet, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like all this food was coming out he was like oh what have you done to me thought he's like poisoner or whatever um, it was honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen like still to this day I still um, go to my brother and my cousin and we always bring up that day as like one of our highlights of our lives man it was just so funny <laughs> oh my god that don't eat soy meat as well man it ruins your stomach man <laughs> So we've got completely like two contrasting opinions where people are like <laughs> our first episode like, soy mix is really good like less gristly bits and Dan Suscon don't eat it it tastes like rubbish <laughs> don't eat soy meat people <laughs> keep it I'll get the vegetarians eat it and... how about you Jack have you got any stories I'm trying to think mate um, Jack you must have some uh, I've definitely got some so, to be fair it's just it's the right there's nothing like really standout stories it's just every time you don't go to a curry house like alcohol yeah. is involved and just as the night oh. progresses it just gets worse and worse <laughs> i remember yeah. it's not it's not really we were at the curry house but we just come back from a pompey game and when me and my dad go pompey kind of thing or some every now and then it feels like a bigger deal for example um i think we had ipswich at home which obviously for league one that's like a <laughs> massive game, game. massive yeah, yeah, game massive <laughs> game that's like going to a traffic it, <laughs> it was the game before christmas though so it was like we, we invited our mates and stuff and it was like an all day kind of like sesh so we like met up we had breakfast and since then we've been drinking so obviously whenever you do that and you're in a curry house at like six seven in the evening like it's not going well and yeah that curry i, I think it went everywhere but my mouth like it was <laughs> in a moment, like, and like pulled down my shirt and it was just oh it was a state <laughs> oh god about you? I think normally we try to meet up for a curry around Christmas so like uh, me and my mates from back home so we come back from uni or people are at work try and get the time off and we'll go try and go out for a curry and it's, it's, it's so hard normally to arrange it because everyone's doing their own thing but like I remember one one year or two ago we all went and everyone just got so drunk like this the where we went to was like they had you had a pint of cobra and that you didn't even ask for another pint. As soon as you literally finished it, they just replaced it with another pint. And even <laughs> didn't ask you really, just put it there and just added it to the like to the tab to the bill. So like every time you finished one, they just slid another one in. So everyone was like at least like four or five pints down. Just, oh god. Just from being there we'd been at the pub previously all met up at the pub first and went there and we're supposed to be going pub crawling back up and then going to a club and a few people had to dip out of a few pubs on the way to the club because they couldn't (laughs) (laughs) everyone was already smashed yeah a few people threw up just thinking imagine just sheer quantity of alcohol and so much like curry on the table it was like kind of us boys and then you think of all the side dishes the naans the sagaloo just all over the table just like everyone. <laughs> Ollie, that's not how you say it is I it not like we, we oh had... yeah oh yeah you told me how to say it. is it sagaloo <laughs> rather than Ali, we had three weeks of this in work i was trying to teach Ali the proper pronunciation because he came with me and he was like sagaloo i was like what what, what did you have, Ali? He goes, Sagaloo? I was like, what the hell is that? I've never heard of that in my life, Ali. He was like, yeah. nah, 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 spinach. Then I went, oh, you mean sog? And I was, he was like, yeah. So I was like, 
Ollie, you need to say Sarg Alu, but he still Mother. doesn't do it. And he used to go, at the end, he used to go, Alu? I couldn't get it right. <laughs> oh my God. Good times, man. <laughs> so, to wrap up the podcast, though, have you got any favorite places we need to visit? Yeah. So, I recommend the Soho Tavern. They've got um, a few branches, like branches off. So they've got the Soho Oak, Soho Tavern, and the Cottage. So that's a chain that I think in West Bromwich, that's probably one of the best-known mixed grill places by far, man. They've come out and they've brought a modern menu uh, to the industry. So they've just come out and all these other Indian pubs, they just smashed them out of the park, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. they've come up all guns and their menu is so t- Tasty, like honestly, you, we need to go. It's so good. Like you can choose what type of chicken you want, down to what type of curry you want the chicken with. It's it's so um, versatile in that sense. So I think the so I'm gonna give it. That's probably my favorite in the restaurant. All the hen chickens. Is there a good atmosphere in it as well? Is the atmosphere? Was that sorry? Is yeah, the atmosphere is wicked, man. So a lot a lot of Indian pubs they section each pub off, so you have like a family area. If you wanted to go with your kids, you have like um, your restaurant area. Then you have your normal pub area if you just want to go to a pint. So Indian pubs are quite big compared to like your normal British pubs. But yeah, I think there we'll, we'll go down in the days. We'll go when like Man City are playing or something, you know what I mean? Or when West Brom are back in the Premier League, which is a bit. Yeah, Jack, uh, I don't think we watched a Portsmouth game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got his pompy shirt on as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That needs to go in the bin. <laughs> what I wanted to shout out, actually, is um, where I used to live in, in well, it is Edgebaston, but it's more like Ballsall Heath. There's a pub there, and I think it was called the Mosley Arms, and that was like an Indian pub. Anyway, it had like the best curries, and that's a shout out I just wanted to make. Mosley Arms in Ballsall Heath. Go there. That's a good one. I think we should all pick our favourite curry house and then we'll all take each other to our favourite places. Sounds like a plan. We'll definitely do that then, for sure. Have you got definitely. anything you want to shout out then, Dan, Before on our podcast? Have you got anything you want to talk yeah, socials, about? socials, Dan. Your socials? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, course, man. Um, yeah, of course, man. Like, follow my DJ page. I've got a few spots in Birmingham. I don't know if you know, but I've got Saturday Roses, which is quite good. <laughs> so I managed to get that one. Compared to like obviously me starting off on my, in my bedroom, I have Boston Mondays as well, which is on a Monday. I was speaking to a few club. Well, before the whole lockdown situation, I was talking to a few um, club owners about having some nights, but they all got cancelled obviously with this. But as soon as this pandemic's over, everyone's going to be partying. So yeah, just check my shows. So my Instagram is DJ underscore Dan Dart. I think. <laughs> Because someone took my name, like someone took that name. So I had someone to... took your DJ name, DJ Dan. <laughs> exactly, Ollie. Flip idiots, man. Uh, yeah, so that's my socials. And then off there, you can check out all my mixes. I've got um, on my mix cloud, it's DJ underscore Dan97. I've got like old school R&B. I've got some house mixes out, R&B, hip hop, you name it. So yeah, everything's going good, man. And cheers for you guys for letting me know. Oh, thank you for having us. Socials, you know, it's been, nah, it's great, been wicked, actually. man. I'd do this anytime, man. Like, you know well, I mean? hopefully, we're going to keep it going for us for for a bit longer as well, because me and Jack are both just really enjoying it at the moment. We're having a good laugh of it. Yeah, and... you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. You'll go far as long as you like. You know, you keep at it. You put the work in. Yeah, you guys would be like 
my presenters Zoom, man. I'll be coming on BBC. We've got DJ Dan. We'll both we'll be like, you know what I say to people? I say, um, you know, when you're like trying to get somewhere as well, I always say to people, the people around you are what makes you, you know, get to where you are. So I always say, like, if I'm getting somewhere, I always want my friends and stuff to come up with me as well and share the success together, you know what I mean? So oh, that's I wish nothing. Cool, man. And I wish nothing but all the best for like obviously you and Jack and what you're doing. So everyone, make sure you go subscribe, you check out Jack and Ollie's podcast, and I'm sure we'll, I'll be on here soon. Do you want to do the socials, Jack? Yeah, so you can follow us. No, I need to get it right this time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's on Instagram, we're at Stuff It Podcast, and on Twitter, we're at Stuff It 20. Obviously, we're on Spotify, so go follow us there where you yes, can catch the yes. first episode and the second episode. Uh, Mixcloud, we're on there, at Stuff It Podcast. And yes, yeah, socials, at Stuff It 20 on Twitter and at Stuff It Podcast on Instagram. Okay.